Well, everybody, welcome to the Drip Drop Podcast, the world's first mental fitness variety show. We have conversation, coaching, and comedy, and even music. I'm your host, Ed Krasnick, and I'm happy that you're along for a show that we not only talk about mental fitness, we show you how, we show you skills. We have life experts who come in and teach, and we have simple exercises, tools of all kinds, very simple that you can practice in the moment that can change the way that you relate to your thoughts and feelings. And that's what mental fitness is. It's something that you do every day. It's something that you have a choice about in every moment, and uh, it'll change your life. Now, we're brought to you by the Drip Drop app, where you can learn from life experts all kinds of amazing skills and get rewarded for it. It is the world's first mental fitness app for Gen Z. Find out more about it at dripdrop.gg. A lot of podcasts are meant to be listened to by yourself. We invite you to all come into the same room because when it comes to mental fitness, we're all at the same place. No one's ahead and no one's behind. Doesn't matter what age you are. Okay, parents and kids, grandparents, aunts and uncles all come together uh, to watch our show. Today's show is especially about being out of sync. And I will tell you quite honestly, uh, our show is really about the things you wish you knew as a kid. And for me, if I knew half of the things that I'm learning now, my life would have been a lot easier for me because I was a kid who was always in his head. And I was a kid who was always feeling out of sync because of it, okay? I had a constant tape in my head that was running. And I'll give you a feeling for what this is like, because this is me as a four-year-old, okay? And I thought that I was my thoughts and feelings. I thought that that's who I was. And because I had no separation and no awareness as kids are not taught, I heard this all day long. What if you're not good enough? What if you can't make it? What are you going to do? You're not a good student. And so this kid became very unhappy because he had that constant thing and didn't know a couple of basic things that we're going to talk about today. The show today is about being out of sync and getting back in sync. And when I say in sync, Monty, I'm not talking about the band in sync. What I'm talking about is being in sync with, with yourself. And that means awareness of thoughts and feelings. So a few different points on this, okay? Number one, you're not your thoughts and you're not your feelings. Number two, notice your feelings. Notice your thoughts. No judgment, not good, not bad. Just watch what the feelings and thoughts are saying. Um, number three, notice if they're in the future or in the past. And you can label it and you can, you can shout it out to yourself. Number four, you can choose a better thought. And even if your thought is for one second, it slows down the train, the bullet train of thoughts that we all have. Number five, go general with your thinking. Think of things, something that you love. Uh, I love. I love the beach. I love my dog. I love the way these pants feel. I love this chair. Anything that you can do uh, will, will get you back in sync, okay? Mental fitness. We talk about mental fitness. You think about going to the gym, uh, there's chin-ups, there's pull-ups. This is U-ups. I'm going to call it U-ups. So you can do these U-ups, which is sort of like exercises that you can do that are very simple, that will change the way you feel, change the way you think, change your day, change your life. 
Okay, so being in sync and being out of sync. Right now, I'm going to call in a friend who is a creator, a writer, a producer, a singer, songwriter. You're going to see him later in the show, too. And I'm calling him in to teach us about proper lip syncing techniques. And so I asked my good friend, Grandpa Choco, to give us just some tips on proper lip syncing techniques. And I love what he says. Take a look. Like if you know what it is? And it's a, it? it's a good, I think, mental health thing, too, is you go slow at the start. So really, when you're starting lip syncing as puppetry, you do the alphabet and you just do it really slow. A. B, C, D. And another good thing to do is numbers because once you get into numbers, you get multiple syllables. There's not a lot of letters that have multiple syllables. So if you're going one, two, three, four, you can do it even slower. But once you get to 20, then you have multiple syllables. Or I guess 18, the teens, you have multiple syllables. But 20 is 20, 21, 22, 23. 24. So slow down. That's the, the, the best way to get the lip sync is to slow down. Great advice for life. If you think you're going too, uh, too slow, go slower. And I think sometimes with thoughts and feelings, it's great to just slow it down. You can use a phrase like, give me a minute, or I need a minute, or let me just think about that. Anything like that uh, will, will help get you back into sync. Uh, this is one of our favorite segments. It's called uh, the Squirrel News segment because these are stories of amazing people all over the world who are solving problems. They're solving social problems, social issues, and you don't hear about them because we're used to hearing bad news. This is news that's about what's working in the world. Squirrel-news.net is where you go. It's an app that curates solutions journalism from around the world. Every week we bring you these stories because we look at what's right with the world. Okay. Here is something interesting that we saw. Uh, this is a video game that can help you deal with your mental health and specifically depression. Take a look. Actual Sunlight is an autobiographical game that I made to capture my own experience with depression, but uh, I never intended for it to be, you know, something to promote or help people going through mental health issues. Um, at the same time, I think a lot of people who played it found that it was such a genuine and sincere expression of what it's like to go through depression that ultimately it really did help them. To see a protagonist who, um was relatable, who was struggling with things which I could immediately identify with, um, really struck a chord with me. You know, I don't think I'm ever communicating that I'm a mental health professional or anything of that sort. And I think art has to be able to address these difficult topics. And I believe that games are art. It made me confront a lot of my personal demons. It helped me identify what I was, what I was feeling and it helped me articulate what I was feeling to mental health professionals uh, and really helped me on my path to, to getting a grip and getting a hold of my own mental health. You know, gamifying how we deal with our mental health is a big thing and a big thing for Drip Drop, the app. Okay, um, this next story is really interesting. It comes to us from Utrecht. It is a, a small city in the Netherlands that is putting in this initiative. Every house is no more than 650 feet away from a playground. 
because part of the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights, it's Article 31. Look it up, everybody. We can show them, Monty. Article 31. Every child has the right to rest and leisure to engage in play and recreational activities appropriate to the age of the child and to participate freely in cultural life and the arts. And so here's a town that's actually innovating by building uh, these playgrounds. So there's access for kids and access for parents and kids to go. So go to squirrel-news.net to see these stories and hundreds of stories about what's working and what's right with the world. It's called Solutions Journalism. And that's what Squirrel News is. And that's what we're about on the Drip Drop Podcast, Solutions. It's a pleasure to have my guest here today. He has over 2 million followers on TikTok, and this happened very rapidly uh, during COVID. And he is a role model. He is tearing it up. And he is none other than Toily T. Paper. Um, hi, I'm Toily. Roll of toilet paper. Look, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I am not a marshmallow. Damn it. Stop calling me a marshmallow. Love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably crap. Ah, All right, fine. I'll host Jeopardy. Jeez, get off my back. Please welcome our good friend, Toily T. Paper. Oh, thank you very much, Ed. It is, uh, it is so great to be here. I'm excited to be here. Toily, I can't, I'm, I'm, I've never seen you up close like this. And can I say that you look to me like you're probably three or four ply at this point? Well, I mean, I think we've all gained a little bit of weight during the pandemic, I think. <laughs> you know, with being at home and... There are, you know, uh, Uber Eats and all that kind of stuff. Can we say Uber Eats? Is that okay? We can anyway. say it. Hopefully they'll be a sponsor. Now, we're going to talk about lip syncing today, okay? But what do okay. you do when you're out of sync emotionally? Are there Oof. things that, you know, is there a breathing technique? Is there something that you kind of use to sort of get yourself centered? Because you seem like a pretty even-keeled uh, person. Well, you know, this pandemic's been a little bit rough. I mean, I am toilet paper. And at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, people were hoarding me, uh, you know, uh, well, my family, not me. I had to lay low. But yeah, I mean, you know, I do. I do some deep breathing. <sighs> you know, like that. I have uh, what's that? The Headspace app on my right. phone. Yeah. Or otherwise, I will just open the window and scream at the top of my lungs. My neighbors are not too fond of that uh, little aspect of my my well-being or my wellness, but uh, you know, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Proper lip syncing techniques. Now, a lot of people do it. A lot of kids do it. Everybody does it. How do you do it properly? I guess is the main thing for me. And, and with your profession, it's probably something that you really have to do. Uh, right. Well, I mean, you know, uh, you want to make sure that your mouth is opening when you are saying the words, you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, uh, if you, if you don't want to look like, you know, you're talking like this, see what I'm saying? Because this is just totally wrong. Like that. Yeah, and then yeah. you feel out of sync. That's very good advice. And for you, you just blew up immediately, right? As soon as people saw you, uh, how were you born? How was the idea? How was all of it born? How did it come to be? Well, you know what? I, I did a show. I did a comedy show 
at Flappers. You know Flappers. It's a comedy club yes. uh, here in Southern California. Yes. And there was another performer on the show and her she is a bubble artist. She does like all these great, you know, like big giant bubbles and everything. And she's, she, so we became friends at the show and I followed her on social media. And then she kept posting like, oh, I have 8,000 followers on TikTok or, oh, I have 18,000 followers on TikTok. And then the numbers just kept going up. And I was like, what is this TikTok? I got to get on there. And uh, so it was thanks to Megan that I, I downloaded the app and I got on there and my whole goal was you could go live. You could do live streaming on TikTok if you got a thousand followers. So that was my goal was to get a thousand followers. Well, I posted a couple videos and in less than like six hours, I had a thousand followers. It was crazy. And I could go live. And uh, so now I just keep doing videos. Um, and this year I'm really focusing on doing one video a day. That's my goal. Posting one video a day. And now I have 2.2 million followers. That is a fantastic story. And it only, you know, this is what's great about the world today is, is the, you can really build up an audience very quickly. We're, we're, of course, we're aspiring to do the same by having a guest like you certainly would help and does yeah, help. It's called the toily bump. You're going to get the toily bump. That's what it's called. <laughs> I'm going to get the, the toily bump. bump. You're not, a, you're not scared of feelings, are you? Oh, no. I mean, I'm an actor. I have to be able to have feelings and emotion. Right. You know? What's the most difficult one for you to express? Hmm. <laughs> I think gratitude. <laughs> you know, I'm a little, I'm a, I will say I'm a little self-centered. So uh, when something's going right, I'm like, yeah, it's going right because of me, you know, and I should be grateful with the people around me that who helped, you know, so it's a little, a uh, little, Sometimes I have trouble with that. Now, happy childhood growing up? Close oh, sure. Family. I mean, yeah. I, was, I started life as a tree. Uh, my mom was a tree. My dad was a industrial toilet paper making machine. They met. It was a tumultuous but brief uh, whirlwind romance. And then me and about 500 of my brothers and sisters were born. And... Uh, you know, my, I, I will say my mom died in childbirth, but she died to make us, you know, my a lot of my family, they went into the family business of kind of wiping up, you know, I don't want to get graphic here on the podcast. Me, I came to Hollywood to pursue my dream of being an actor and entertainer, you know, but yeah. Yeah, toilet yeah. paper, you really think about toilet paper, toilet paper is there for you, you know, and when toilet paper is not there for you, that's when you get worried. There's something comforting about looking over and seeing a roll of toilet paper. And that's what me and my family do. We're about promoting mental fitness, promoting mental well-being, because mental health is a practice. It's a practice. It's not something that comes by osmosis. It's something that you actually do to take care of yourself. And, and speaking of that, um, I would like to do a short thing with you. Now, I didn't tell you about this, but I'd like to do oh, it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to do some role play because I know okay. that role play, a lot of times people don't feel like they can actually practice their issues. Like if you're afraid to go to parties, you're one of those kind of people, you can actually role play it and just practice the party. Practice it ahead of time. Yeah, sure. You know, we, we plan for everything. I mean, we plan for trips. We plan to go out. Why not plan for your feelings and your thoughts? You can do some I of that. It. So here's yeah. a role. I, I don't have, yeah, 
uh, I don't know if you guys know know each other. This is Elaine. Um, hi, Elaine. But but hi. Hi. Um, but anyway, I thought that maybe what we could do is you're talking about your childhood. Maybe we could do a little role play scene between you and your mom. She's asking you about school, but she's telling you have you have to get off the phone. So and I know you like to be okay. on the phone a lot. So yeah, I'll, here we I'll, go. I'm, I'm on my phone. OK. So, hi, honey. Hi, oh, honey. Honey, what's it's up? it's it's Hi. time it's time to get off the phone. It really is, honey, because you know you're always on that phone, and uh, we have to go. You have to do your homework. And but I'm mom, all concerned. my friends, all my friends are on the phone. All my fr- this is where all my friends are. I don't appreciate it. I know I don't want to lay a lot on you, honey, but you're you you know you're taking me down. You're taking me you're down. Really- you really down, are kind of laying it. You're really kind of laying it on me. So I will put the yeah. phone down. Okay, thank okay. you. The thank phone you. is down. And now I'd like to reverse roles. Now you be your mom, and I'll be okay. you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Toily, Toily, I need you. Oh wait, hold on. Let me get my mom's voice on. Toily, Toily, I need you to put down the phone, please. Put down the phone. I don't know why she's British. Mom, put I down need- the phone. The beef stroganoff is on the oven and I on the stove and I need you to set the table. Can you, you know what, mom, sometimes I feel like you don't feel valued. And even though I'm a kid, I'm using the word valued. I, do, feel- I don't feel valued, but I also feel that you use the phone as a substitute for talking with you, for bonding with your family. You know what, You're, uh, mom, I, I hear you. I'm going to ignore you because I'm a quarantineager. Oh boy. And uh, I'm, I'm going to jam that in. What did you learn? Okay. Did you learn anything from that? Was that interesting in any way to be her? My, my mom was a hard worker. And I don't think uh, I don't think I I told her enough that uh, I appreciated all that she did for us. This has been fantastic. It's been instructional. It's been touching. Uh, it's been a lot of things. Uh, before I leave you, before I let you go. Yeah. Um, could I just ask? Do you feel that toilet paper is misrepresented in the media? And do you feel uh, like there's, you know, is there anything you, you, you'd like to say about that? What- no, I just think, I think like, especially when it comes to toilet paper's roles in television and film, we're always pigeonholed as toilet paper. You know, like I could do what Tim Robbins does. I just right. never get the chance because I'm toilet paper, you know, and I would love to do a dramatic role sometime. Uh, not just hang out in the bathroom in the background of Orange is the New Black, you know? Oh, so you were on Orange is the New Black? Yeah. I mean, you ever see the, I was, I was all over that show. They would yeah. carry me up and down the hallway, but I was toilet paper. You know, you heard my British accent. I could be the next James Bond. Come on. Who, uh, license to roll. Come on. I could do this. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us where can they see you? Where can they? Uh, you can just go to at the toilet. T-H-E-T-O-I-L-E-Y on just about any social media service except Facebook. I'm off Facebook. Talk about mental health. I got right off of Facebook. So I don't have a Facebook page, but I have an Instagram page and I have a TikTok page and I have a YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, that's where you can check it out. Thank you. Can I tell you, uh, can I just leave you with one thing? This is what my dad used to say to me. Sure. My dad used to say, Toily, in this life, you're either on the roll or in the bowl. And hopefully you spend a little bit more time on the roll than in the bowl. And you, Ed, you are on a roll. Take it from me. I should know. I'm on the honor roll and let the good times roll. And toily okay. tea paper, we'll talk again, okay? I, I can't wait. Thank you, All Ed. Right. You take care. That's toily tea paper, everybody. At this point in the show, 
uh, I want to tell you about a friend of mine. This person is an amazing singer-songwriter uh, and does the most amazing podcasts, including The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd, which was like the biggest family uh, podcast on, on Apple and iTunes for a very long time. Incredible show with celebrities. And I haven't seen him in a while. It's great to welcome back Grant Pachoco. First of all, it's good to see you again. That's number one. It's good to see you, Ed. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I'm going to take you back to a time when we first met each other and you did my favorite song. And every time you came on my show, probably a hundred times, <laughs> I would make you do this song. And I want you to take a look, go back to memory lane, take a look. Here's Grandpa Choco doing my favorite song, Our Love is Like. Take a look. Great to be here. I'm going to play a song. This is uh, Ed's favorite song that I wrote. So it's a little love song that I wrote for a girl. And uh, I'll dedicate it to Ed tonight. Our love is like a puppy dog. One that's just been spayed or neutered We feel sad and we feel betrayed And our genitals hurt Our love is like the winter snow That surrounded the Donner Party They were trapped and the snow began to mock them As they were forced to eat each other Our love is like this because it's not very good. Does that bring it back? So that's how we met originally. I believe it was at an open mic. That was a show at Borders Books. That'll tell you how long ago this, this was. Um, now, I, I have to ask you, uh, so doing puppets, is this a creative way to actually kind of play with things, deal with things? Does this, does this uh, allow you to go through life in an easier way? This character of Toily can, you know, as I said, say things that I, I, I may be feeling deep inside, but I can't say because it would not be polite of me to say uh, to, to some people. But if, if, if I, you know, it's almost like satire because Toily can say these things and people can think about them, and then I don't necessarily get in trouble for putting those ideas out there into the world. Not that there's anything. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of an example of something that I thought that, uh, you know, like I, I. I think when I first got on TikTok, and a lot of people are 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 filming things in their house, and you can see kind of their house in the background. And my thought was when I was flipping through this, I was like. Wow, everybody's house is a mess. If I went on a TikTok and went, "Wow, everybody on TikTok, your house is a mess," people will get mad. They're like, "Oh, who, who's this guy, and why is he saying this?" But if Toily says it, then you know, people people go, "Oh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, everybody's house is a mess back there." You know, and I'm not being uh, Toily can be the jerk. I'm not being the jerk. Tell me a little bit though about uh, the Radio Adventures of Doctor Floyd. And Deputy Guppy, because in addition to the puppetry and the podcast that you do, these shows are amazing and they're available to be listened to. So I want to promote them. 
Yeah, thanks. Um, uh, I got into podcasting very early uh, back in 2004 uh, when podcasting just got off the ground. And um, I loved old time radio. I love like one of my idols, my uh, huge idol is Stan Freeberg. And all of Stan Freeberg's albums I loved. Um, a lot of people don't know who Stan Freeberg is these days, but um, you know his history, of the United States album, I think is just one of the best al- albums ever created. Uh, and so I've always loved that audio. I loved that the the images that audio puts in your head. So I wanted to do a, a show that was like that. And I created uh, with a friend of mine, the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. And it was a little time travel show where these characters would go throughout history and the bad guy was always trying to steal a historical artifact um, and the good guys were trying to stop him. And we did it for, we did eight seasons of about 12 to 15 episodes per season. And um, even to this day, even though we're not currently making new episodes, uh, it still gets about 3000 downloads a week um, because I, I still put out, I just rebroadcast the old episodes. Uh, and then when that project ended, I really wanted to do a Western. And when I was in high school, I had created, uh, I was into comic books and I drew this uh, comic book called Deputy Guppy, which was an underwater Western. They were all fish uh, and they rode seahorses. And I, I just, I drew one issue. I was not really, I'm not a, a great artist, but I really put a lot of time and thought into doing this. And um when I was looking for a new show to do, I was like, oh, I could just do these characters that I created uh, back in high school and make it into a Western. And so that's what I did. And what was really fun about that, I did two seasons of that show. And what was fun about that was um, I made it so that each episode had a surprise inside, had like a toy inside. And the toy was in the form of a PDF that you could download and print out and then cut out and color. And you could make the little town of Driftwood Gulch, which is where uh, these stories took place. So on the episode where someone was going to rob the bank, you could download the bank and cut that out and put that up. And then, you know, I think the first episode has the sheriff's office on there. So, uh, you know, things like that. So, um, that one, uh, you know, people still like that. Epi- I, I should make more episodes of it, but it just uh, ran into different reasons why I couldn't. Um, but I'm proud of that show. So I just love exploring and trying new things and, and you know, making these silly shows. Wildly creative. That's how I describe you. Wildly creative and I'm remarkably even keeled. But maybe it has something to do with all the avenues of expression that you have. Uh, or maybe it's just you're a happy person and... Uh, I don't care for that, but I appreciate it anyway. Um, well, I tell you, I mean, I, I I feel I worry about a lot of stuff. I'm very pessimistic. My wife will say that I'm <laughs> extremely pessimistic because I'm just gonna be like, well, this is gonna be a disaster. Whatever this is, this upcoming thing, it's just gonna be a mess and it's gonna be horrible. Um, but also, I've taken a lot of improv classes, and in improv classes, they teach you to be in the moment. And so I think a lot of that helps me where I observe a lot of things in the moment and I can deal with things that happen in the moment. Um, but still, if you could see me about future things, I'm just like, oh, this is not, I'm not going to get this. This isn't going to work out, blah, blah, blah. But then throw myself into the creative stuff and I can kind of forget about all that. I do want to, before I say goodbye, I want to play uh, a little audio from the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd because I think it's so good. 
Um, uh, let's play, if you don't mind, uh, there's a really great scene from Dr. Floyd with Stan Freeberg because we did get Stan Freeberg on the show. So, I'll, uh, you know, we can, we can hear that. Let's play the Stan Freeberg. Let's play a clip of that on the way out. And uh, I can't thank you enough, uh, both um, Grandpa Choco and Toilet Tea Paper for being with us tonight. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. Featuring special guest star Stan Freeberg as Sherlock Holmes. As Dr. Floyd dashes back up the way he came, let us cut to the top of the cliff above the falls where we find Sherlock Holmes coming face to face with his arch nemesis, who also happens to be Dr. Floyd's arch nemesis. Why, hello there, Sherlock Holmes. Moriarty! Ha <laughs> ha! I knew you'd be here. Let me guess. You knew that I'd be up here because when I visited you in your office the other day, you saw that I had a speck of mud on my shoe. And that mud was a particular shade of brown that can only be due to the unique mineral makeup of the mud found here at Reichenbach Falls. So you cleverly deduced that I'd been up here previously looking for places to ambush you. No. I knew you'd be here because you booked your travel through my brother, Mycroft. I'll accept that. It is time to finish this once and for all, Moriarty. I couldn't agree more. I agree with your agreement that it is agreed that we both agreed that... Oh, don't start that again. Look, let's just hurry up and get this fight over with. I have plans to invade Russia later this afternoon. Funny. I thought that was just a figure of speech. Uh, how's that? Nothing. Let's begin, but I must warn you, Moriarty, that I'm well-practiced in the martial art of Baritsu. And I must warn you, Holmes, that I have a black belt in screaming and running away when I'm about to lose. Ha! So it begins. Ha! That's our show for this week. Let me ask you a question, everybody. What do you wish you had learned as a kid? What skills, what tools, what what kinds of things that you now know do you wish you knew as a kid? Get in touch with us or find us on Instagram. Shoot us a note. Tell us a skill that you wish you had as a kid. That is our show for this week. Thanks to Squirrel News. Thanks to Toily Tea Paper. And a special thank you to the great Grant Pachoco. He's got music, puppetry, podcasts, Grant Pachoco, go to mrgrant.com, mrgrant.com. I want to thank the entire Drip Drop team for helping put this show together. Sarah Jezik on guitar, Monty Lankford on bass, Min Tran on drums, Suzanne Reeves uh, on lead vocals, on lead guitar, my good friend and an amazing visionary, Jason Brown. Jason, thank you for letting us all be here as part of the Drip Drop ecosystem, the Drip Drop community. It is a Drip Drop world. Uh, Thanks to all the Drip Droppers. That's our show for this week. Some news is good news. Life is good. All is well. Live it up. See you next time.